Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello everyone, it is Redmen News and it is your daily dose of Liverpool news. I am Paul Meach and I'm joined by Ross Chandley, who got very uncomfortable when I said the word dose there, um, but that's another story for another day. Um, <laughs> um, anyway, right, we're going to dive into the Liverpool news. There's some, there's some interesting stuff obviously pertaining to the Carabao Cup uh, game against Aston Villa and obviously how we're going to balance things with the Club World Cup as well. Um, John Aldridge has been talking about Roberto Firmino, Jamie Carragher has been talking about Trent Alexander Arnold uh, and there's a boost ahead of Liverpool's Napoli game with an injury to an opponent. Stay tuned for all that. But yes, uh, this week we are partnered with the Liverpool Gin Experience. Um, you can get your own bottle uh, plus four or five uh, of Liverpool Gin tea each for us. You know what, Ross, you do this. You know this better than I do. You can get your own bottle plus four or five gin and tonics whilst you're making the actual gins. Uh, it's normally £65, but for you lovely subscribers, viewers and watchers of Redmen News, it's £39.99, uh, an incredible present for someone you love this Christmas. Or maybe someone you don't love, uh, just use the uh, Redmen TV Xmas, all capital letters, on localgindistillery.com uh, and go and book your experience today. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, the offer ends on the 31st of the 12th, 19, but you can book it for after Christmas as, as well. Uh, and, and, and this is, I think it's just, Christmas, Christmas words that it's a boss night out trust me is that was that you who wrote that no Chris? but it is though well if, this is the if, point because you just went and did it if, and you had a bo- yeah. and you did have a boss time yeah. but I like I, I can't say boss night out trust me because I haven't done it so I was it, wondering whether it was you or Chris no it was Chris but if you're not sure there's a video on the main Red Men channel uh, we did it with Bruce Groblar and a couple of competition winners um, uh, yeah it is a really good, good it time yeah. look, it I'm, I'm, I'm really not into good. gym but the fact you get, you get to make it to taste it they give you give you like you know experience on, on what you should and shouldn't do what things you shouldn't mix and stuff and you get to taste it um, <laughs> at different stages when it was like 80% like <laughs> yeah Let's just put it on your finger and you're smashed. So. That's, a work, that's a work day. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, yeah, so yeah, make sure you go to liverpoolgindistillery.com forward slash experiences uh, and use Redmen TV Xmas uh, as your code for that. Um, yes, anyway, we are nearly at 25,000 subscribers on this channel as well. So if you're watching live, make sure you subscribe. We were like 18 away. I'll, I'll get it up in a second so we can see what the live count is. But yeah, um, let's move things on then, Ross. First and foremost, uh, the Times uh, put this article out yes, late yesterday yeah. from Paul Joyce. Um, that 
Klopp will take Liverpool to the Club World Cup in Qatar and leave reserve coach uh, in charge for the Carabao Cup quarter-final, which means, yeah, Liverpool under-23 coach Neil Critchley set to take charge of the team to face Aston Villa in the Carabao Cup quarter-final the night before we launch uh, the bid for the European Champions to win the Club World Cup. Um, There's been a bit of speculation over this, hadn't there, because there was a talk about it being Barry Lutas could have been a shout, been a shout for this. Pep Linders, do you leave Pep Linders behind? Or Alex Inglethorpe was also touted as well. But it makes perfect sense for it to be Critchley because he's the next in line. If you, I mean, look, from what I gather, the Club World Cup is going to be the main the main focus. And it should be because it's uh, it's something Liverpool have never won. Um, and it's obviously, you don't, and I think Klopp used the expression like, you've got to win the Champions League to win it. So you don't get these opportunities too often, regardless of whether people think it's a particularly prestigious tournament or not. Um, and I don't think leaving your assistant manager at home, who's obviously a big has a big hand in the preparations for games, would have been a great idea. Yeah, I think when I first saw Pep Linders do a press conference a couple of weeks ago, I think everybody, or a lot of people, including myself, kind of went, oh yeah, I'd love him to go and do that role. But then you forget, like you just said, how important he is to the role and supporting the players and how vital he is you know, in the dressing room and working with the first team players. They've obviously made a decision to just take the first team and play the kids at the Carabao Cup. So you're right, it makes sense. Neil Critchley knows those players, he knows the system, he knows how they play, he knows their strengths, he knows their weaknesses. So in, in that sense, you know, why wouldn't you go and do that? And, and not only that, it's also, I've said this over the past week and stuff, even, even if the kids lose, it's a great experience for them. Yeah. But equally, it's a good experience for Neil Critchley as well to go and take a quarter-final of the Carabao Cup. Yeah, absolutely. I'm with that. Yeah, and it is a real shame because because of the way that Linders has been building up to all this, I would have I would have liked him to, to have that to have that opportunity for the, for the similar thing because I don't know I don't necessarily know where where Critch's future lies and all this kind of stuff like. But no, I, I, at least we know, and it means there's a bit more clarification. We're going to start to see a few more things clarified, I think. Um, in, in, in the coming days. So, yeah, very uh, very interesting stuff and an answer to a question we want to know. Um, Jamie Carragher's been talking about Trent Alexander-Arnold. Um, this is on This Is Anfield.com. We're getting this from. Um, it's actually quite a, a, a long uh, a, a long conversation Carragher's obviously had. I think he was on Monday Night Football. And he talked about his, uh, the very basic flaw that is Trent Alexander-Arnold's biggest problem. And he basically talks about him tracking back. Um, and people, people have talked about Trent's, Trent's defensive I, uh, frailties is a word but I think I'm over-egging it a bit there um, but you know there's it's the, it's the one criticism people are trying to look for things I think to, to, to pick holes in, in, in Trent I see it from opposition fans when they talk about the, the, it's, every club seems to have a young right back at the moment and a young English right back and they're all like made up with them and they want it and, and so everything they say is like well look what he can do but also he can defend as well as though you know as, as though Trent can't defend but I thought it was interesting analysis from Carragher because he basically says that it's a lack of urgency in tracking back because Trent loses the ball he's in a fight with Zaha and it's tough um, my biggest problem right now Trent is you have to sprint back but he's jogging and he made mention of a couple of times that he's seen it this season and a goal last <coughs> year uh, at Arsenal as well I'll be honest, it's not something I've ever really thought of as being a weakness for Trent. But... No, no, not really. I, I think I don't know if I agree with it, to be honest with you, because I think you have to, because he's so good going forward, does he want to goose himself tracking back? You know, if he goes forward, it's someone else's job to then fill that role in floor, you know, a Henderson to track back and, you know, and defend him, I feel like, where, mm -hmm. where Trent's supposed to be. So it's all right saying you sprint back, yeah. but then getting towards the last stage of the games where we seem to be winning games at, at this point, and he's a vital role in that of, you know, getting further up the field and putting the ball in. Mm -hmm. But he's going to get to the 80th, 80 off, 85th minute. And he's knackered because he's sprinting, jogging back, but it's someone else's role. Yeah, I mean it's a bit of both. I don't. No, know. I, I, I agree. And Carragher talks about the trade-off between attack and, and defence, and obviously you don't want to undo the good things he's doing. But I, I, I can't. 
I, I'll trust the Carragher's analysis on this because he must have looked at it, but it's not something that I've noticed about his game. I, I actually, I think Trent's defensive work is, is covering. I think he's been outstanding so far this yeah. season. The amount of goals that he saved us by nipping and being the six last man. Box, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. defending the six-yard box. And now it's a different set of circumstances from when you've committed everything to attack and then you're having to go back the other way. I must, and I'm going to make an effort, actually. I'm going to make a distinct effort to, to, to watch this and see if this is true or not. Or, what, you know, or you know, it might be a reaction. Maybe won't do it now because it's been highlighted or whatever. But I, I, it's not something that I saw as a, as a weakness in, in Trent's game. I, th- I thought his commitment to tracking back was, was pretty good. But to your point, and to, I think to, to Carragher's point, Mo Salah doesn't track back. So you can't have Trent not track back as well. You're asking even more of the midfielder who already has to basically do Salah and you know, and to some extent Mane and Firmino. You know, they're, they're, they're asked to do the dirty work for the team. If Trent's not doing it, I can't think that it's. I don't know. It's. I. I don't see that there's anything in this side that isn't by design. Yeah. Maybe so maybe it's nothing. The, the Robbo does better as well, or Robbo and Mane, or Mane Robbo yeah. uh, and Genie. Yeah. yeah, perhaps. Uh, interesting one. Let me know your thoughts on that. We'll come to some comments a, l- a little bit later on. Um, John Aldridge uh, has, has told uh, <laughs> Fabino a centre forward has to score goals, um, which is dynamite analysis, of course. Uh, but th- apparently, uh, being a centre forward, he has to score goals, which is right. I like Aldo, um, but I, I don't know what. It was, well, anyway, let's, let's go a bit depth into this. He's told it, Balaco. Great to see Firmino end the run of seven league games without a goal, which feels like ghostwriter talk to me, if I'm being perfectly honest. He has a lot of aspects to his game, and he's not a goal scoring striker. Sorry to lift, lift the curtain on the, on the echo, do things. Uh, but being a centre forward, he has to score goals. I know what it's like as a striker when you lose your confidence in front of goal and you need a bit of luck to get it back. I think after Saturday, that will have done in the world of good, and we will start to see more goals from Bobby in the coming weeks. I actually agree. To be perfectly honest, I um, me, me and Ben were talking about this at the weekend. He, um, I don't think I think his, his goal scoring's dropped off a little bit, and I think you can't have it looked at. You had the two top goal scoring forwards in the Premier League, you know, two or three uh, alongside him last season, and his output was great. He plays a lot of football. He's been playing even more football since since then. I think there has been a little tail off. I don't think he's been as bright in the last month. And I think I look at the the chance against Crystal Palace when he's one on one and he so tries to tow it. That's the kind of goal that Aubameyang finishes. And look, he's not Aubameyang, and he's a much better fit for our system than Aubameyang. And I'm not expecting Firmino to become a 30 goal a season centre forward, but I want to see him just be a little bit more clinical. And this is you know this is looking at like Dents and our Ferrari at the moment. Yeah. To, to be fair, but if you're looking to get to get little bit more and more and more and more out of the side for me I think for me, a goal scoring from Firmino is a really easy easy fix yeah I think he he's, he can bypass it sometimes because his work rate is so good and because he's the pass before the pass or you know he creates so much but those times I think he's probably highlighted from Crystal Palace <clears throat> not just be more clinical but to put games to bed because that game yeah. probably should have been done and dusted but if he scores that goal I think Mane has another chance as well mm-hmm. and he's just thinking you know because we're getting so close to you know, 2-1 wins all the time or we're getting pegged back and scoring late winners it's probably it's probably called just just get the game done and yeah. stop us shitting ourselves week in week no, out. That's true, and I, I look, I love the verve with which Firmino started the season, and you know all the little tricks and flicks and trying audacious goals. They've not come off. You know the yeah. tricks and flicks up, but the goals haven't come off. And I wonder whether there's just a, a, that goal at the weekend was exactly the type of goal that you want him scoring. To, to be yeah. honest, you know if he's going to play in the nine, whether it's false nine or whatever, 
that's his area of the pitch between you know between the lines of the, the goal frame. And oddly, that's a harder finish the goal he scored because he had about ten people on the floor in front yeah, of him. Yeah, yeah, and you know I think it's left footed, isn't it? He puts it across yeah. into the bottom corner. It's a good, it's a very good striker's finish that which he deserves credit for. But I just want to see a few more. I think not like he's even been. Accused, he can be accused of pulling the strings a bit too much. I just think he's been a little bit lacklustre, and yeah. I, and I, but you know, everyone goes through you know dips in the season and what have you, and I, I expect great things from Firmino this season. That I think we all do, but um, yeah, I don't think all those wrong per se, but um, I think it's also uh, oh, slightly simple. It's, yeah. it's a slightly simplistic point of view, isn't it? Um, anyway, Liverpool have handed a boost ahead of the Champions League clash with Napoli. Um, Lorenzo Insigne has been ruled out. Um, he came off injured, um, played just an hour for in the one-all draw with AC Milan at the weekend, but picked up an elbow injury. Uh, and Serie A side have confirmed he will play no part in the clash at Anfield. This is from the Liverpool Echo. Um, they have been able to include Fabio Ruiz and Fauzi. Fauzi? Yes, in their squad for the encounter, despite both missing training on Monday. Uh, no Insigne makes me happy. It does, but you've got to be careful of other strike force that they got in their team. And, yeah. I know, <laughs> it was the former Tottenham player who came on and scored, I can't remember his name. Oh, yeah, yeah, Lorente. Yeah, Fernando Lorente. So, you're yeah, not short. It's mad, actually, because you know, the load's going on at Napoli at the minute. I think the chairman's in trouble for all sorts and the, the form's terrible and it's losing senior as well. You I, know what the thing is? Italian careful, chair, yeah, <laughs> I, I was like, I was Allegedly. thinking, I know, I was like, well, what could that be? And you're right, and without knowing the story. He's, no, he's, he's been fine, like two and a half million euros. Oh, well. Yeah. But I mean, what what it could be for, yeah. I, I, it could be for anything. Yeah. I mean, like it's probably for something very, like I say, legitimate, a normal thing. But because we've seen everything ranging from Italian chairman, mm. from sex scandals down to tax evasion through to match fixing, and racism as well, everything, as like you know what I mean? Yeah, great. Um, it's yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, look, say Aaron Martin, I think seventh in the league at the moment, aren't they? It's not going very well for Ancelotti, and there's, there's, it's, they're talking here about how he was linked um, to Tottenham Hotspur, but they decided they couldn't, basically, couldn't afford him, which is. Mad when you think, obviously, at least you, I mean, you're not paying a contract off with Mourinho, but Mourinho ain't no cheap, ain't no cheap manager. But there you go. Maybe everything can do with the Arteta money. Mm. Or maybe not. Yeah, well, they have to spend that on sack and silver now, they for that oh, yeah. thing. Um, but no, I, no one's seen you. He's, he's so yeah. good, and he, he's, he's been so good against us. Um, I'm, I find mad that he's that old. You know, it's amazing that he's been around at 28 years old. He's also one of those strikers, and we saw this last season, where he doesn't need that much of a sniff in a game. He just mm -hmm. needs one opportunity in the last minute, yeah. and he, you know, he can put put a goal in. So mm. good. Yeah, um, we're going to take your comments in a moment, but lastly, you, something you just pointed our attention towards before we started filming, the uh, BBC Merseyside Sport have tweeted this, um, Martin Atkinson will take charge of the game against Brighton on Saturday, uh, while Craig Pawson will be on VAR, you didn't tell me Craig Pawson was going to be on VAR duties, Ross. Yeah, and Martin Atkinson's on VAR for the Everton game. Fuck's sake. I don't know how he's still on the job. How? Oh my God! He's gonna have his wonky Crayolas out, isn't right. he, for the VAR for that? Like, oh, look, this is this is there's the offside line. Woo! Like me, three-year-old trying to write a name uh, up, down and around. Um, yeah, that's not great news. Uh, Martin Atkinson's crap. Craig Pawson's crap. Um, never heard of Graham Scott. I've never heard of Graham Scott. Maybe he's the next great thing. Or um, Simon Hooper. Or Simon Hooper. Yeah, never heard of any of those people. But there you go, Martin Atkinson. 
Joy. Joy, oh joy. Um, yeah, as highlighted then, we are on a 24.9K. So it was about, it was about 18 subscribers away from 25,000 um, at time of recording. So if you're watching this live, do click that um, subscription button and the notification bell to be notified when we go live with all of these things. Uh, and of course, um, yeah, we'll talk, we'll remind you of the Liverpool Gen Code in a moment. But yeah, Tom, comments for us, please. Yes. Um, so on the title of the video, Dan the Man says, it makes perfect sense. It's going to be his players playing the game anyway and then Sidney says it'll be a wonderful opportunity for the likes of Elliot Jones Bruce Delarucci an absolute no pressure game it was funny so I was at the uh, Football Writers Award Association Awards on whatever night God, I've lost the day Sunday, Sunday night um, and Klopp was there and, and whatever and they showed Barry Lutus's under he won an award for the under 18s winning the, the, the Youth Cup and they showed a goal from um, or is it a goal or a shot a goal from Larucci and Klopp was watching it and watching them like buzzing off watching the, the highlights of the kids and stuff and it got me thinking about this is that you've got this this crop of young lads and we've seen so many of them use so far but I agree with that that you know for, for Neil Critchley he he's the he's the linchpin he'll have had you know the best of the under 18s will have played in the 23s and and some of the the lads who are maybe on the fringes who we might choose so we like we might choose to say Jane Jakiri stays behind or we might choose for Lallana or the, the, the odd here there who will have also been playing probably on the fringes because they've been getting back to fitness or whatever so he's got he'll have had a good wide ranging experience with these lads so I agree I think it's a sensible point yeah even as I said like I said before even if they lose this then it's massive for those youngsters of going to Villa Park in an historic ground it's massive in a quarter, a quarter final of a Carabao Cup mm. even if you lose sound just learn from it and take, take something away yeah, from it 100% and and well, worst case scenario is actually winning it at this <laughs> exactly, point yeah. isn't it I've been looking we've just been doing the uh, the schedule for, for for December and going into January and it's like oh look this starts to ease off it's like no you've got FA Cup in there oh is that and Chris goes is that a free midweek mm, after yeah. that no that's where the first leg the first leg of the Carabao Cup semi-final would be so I do want Liverpool to get through because I, I, I but if they do I just I would just play if this team if a team of children managed by our basically third choice manager at the club is able to to do this then I would just give it the rest of the competition to yeah. them and I'd have the open top bus tour with nothing but them yeah and I've got a cop drive the bus yeah. uh, that's that's his penance he'd have to pay for it but um, yeah with all yeah. those games it's a great time to start your three month trial isn't, isn't it? it just yeah to the redmentv.com join I think it is or it used to be uh, anyway yeah get over there we've got loads of amazing content we've got an exclusive interview with Chris Kirkland we've got an exclusive interview with Robbie Fowler which is available in podcast form uh, which is something a bit different for us that is exclusively a podcast and it's great uh, and we've got a at the moment we're just just finalising a little agreement to get one Emil Heskey in as well in the, in the coming weeks as well so yeah plenty of time um, but the best time really now to get subscribed uh, just a reminder then before we go uh, once again the Liverpool Gin stuff is LiverpoolGinDistillery.com forward slash experiences and use the code RedmenTV Xmas presumably because Christmas was just too too much too generic isn't it yeah Xmas um, yeah, as you can get on this and uh, make an experience, it usually costs £65, but you can get it for £39.99 with that code. And if, again, if you want to see how the lads got on with it, the video's on the main Redman TV YouTube channel as well. Anyway, thank you very much. We've filled enough of your day today uh, with largely filler news and sponsorship. So on your way, uh, we'll be back here tomorrow with more uh, of the same as we build up towards Liverpool and Napoli. Other than that, thank you very much. Ta-da. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, 
rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.